You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends. Streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app. Here's your host, Big Woo. Yo, what's up? What's going on? Welcome everybody to Off Topic Sports. It's uh, Sunday, 6 o'clock. We in the building. Got the crew in the building. Got James J.T. Thompson, Adonis Donnie Martin. Uh, JB, Mr. 299, I think he's on the line as well. And uh, we ready to get this thing rolling, man. We got a lot to talk about uh, in the world of sports, uh, specifically the NBA. But want to take the opportunity to thank everybody that's listening live at BigWooRadio.com. Everybody's downloaded the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store and all the folks that search us out on the podcast app. We definitely appreciate you. Uh, if you want to get in on the program, it's 704-489-3316. 704-489-3316. Thank you so much. Uh, I want to shout out our sponsors and supporters, Woodforce National Bank, Wins Warehouse, 24K Rise, TCB 5400 Club, uh, Warren Publishing, Clover Parks and Recreations, Winthrop University, Clinton College, Porter Decals, the Hydra Severance Association of America, Primetime Players, the Connected Group, New Soul Music, Blacktopia, Spring Hill Credit, Great Sheep Digital, Below the Deck, Enterprise Management, SMG, Hats Off to You Couture, and All About Us Radio. Let's get this thing moving. Again, the number is 704-489-3316. Want to welcome in my men's and them, uh, James J.T. Thompson, Adonis Donnie Martin, and I think JB Mr. 299 is on the line. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Hey, what's going on? Woo, my bad. What's going on with you? <laughs> How you living, fellas? I'm in the bubble with the NBA players. <laughs> you're in the bubble. <laughs> yeah, you you somewhere. You in something. I bet you better learn how to use that cough button, <laughs> which is considered the mute button. But uh, yeah, cool. JB, uh, welcome into the program, man. All right, let's start this thing off, man. Uh, like JB mentioned, the bubble, uh, bubble playoffs is about to go down. Uh, you got the just about everybody set in the place and ready to kick off this uh, weird COVID nineteen playoff thing <laughs> that's happening right now in the NBA. But some people are excited. Some people could care less. I know we talked last week about you know we can we at this point now we can do with sports or without them you know it's not it's not a big deal we adapt and adjust as human beings like we always do there's plenty uh, plenty of things going on uh to keep us occupied and keep us uh busy wasn't as detrimental as we thought it would be it was like oh no they're canceling everything everything is being canceled the nba is not the nfl and college football and baseball and everything is being canceled and um we got we got through it we made it you know, as things slowly get uh, back going, it's going to be uh, looking different. It's going to be a different, definite, different look and feel to sports as we as we know it, as we used to know it. Um, I don't think you're going to have any anytime soon any huge gatherings 
uh, in sports now, you know, with uh, Donald Trump is something different. Uh, His people get together, they gather and and share the coronavirus with each other. And that's all right by me. Y'all can share it. Keep keep it going amongst yourselves. Uh, But. Uh, as far as Amen. sports go, <laughs> as far as sports go, <laughs> they won't. It won't be happening like that. So, Donnie, our NBA resident, uh, uh, the the bubble playoffs. Uh, excited? Not excited? And uh, uh, what do you think about the Lakers? And 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 are they looking like the team? The, to beat or the team that's going to get beat in the first round. Uh, the Lakers, uh, I think they've, they've lost a, a, every game since they've clinched the uh, first round. I mean, the fir- uh, the number one seed, uh, but th- they haven't been winning. Uh, what do you attribute that to, and, and should should the Lakers be worried, uh, Donnie? Um, no, not at this point. I think the Lakers should be worried if they lose uh, the first or second game in a playoff series, but until then, no, you know, I think they'll get it together. I think that um, they're struggling right now. And LeBron in particular is, is struggling. Field goal percentage is way down from where he normally is, but I also have a feeling he'll get that together. I can't imagine he's going to shoot in the 30 percentile for the rest of the, for the entirety of the playoffs. And I just feel like he has that in spite of what the public may think. I feel like he has that turn up button to where even if I have a horrible game, when it comes down to the last two or three minutes, if yeah. we're close in a meaningful game, then he has the ability to turn up and then turn up that extra level. Mm-hmm. I personally mm-hmm. feel like it's going to be more about their matchup than anything because um, I'm not sure if anybody who's clinched or not right now, JT may be more familiar with it than mm-hmm. I am because I haven't followed it for the last couple of days. But if they get Portland – then I do feel like that's a problem. Dame Lillard and that team match up well with the Lakers, and Dame Lillard is all the things that I just said about LeBron James, a guy that can close in the clutch yeah. and, and, and likes to play the win during, during, during the end of the game. So that would be an interesting matchup, and if, and if they don't get Portland, I think that their other matchup will probably be Memphis. And they shouldn't cruise through Memphis, but they definitely got a better shot. Memphis plays good team ball, but um, that'll be their warm-up game, get, get smacked in the face a time or to just, you know, they will lose a game or two in the series as long as it's not, you know, one of the early ones. But um, get smacked in the face, get woke up, and get ready to, you know, make this title run. So I'm not worried about the Lakers at this moment. Um, it's essentially just warm-up games and get your body loose and try to pick up some type of rhythm. I would like to see them playing a little bit tighter. Anthony Davis playing more consistent. LeBron shooting a little bit better. But those are things that I think will be corrected. And as long as they got their wind under them, they'll figure out how to how to do that um, once, once the serious game starts. Yeah, Little Rick, JT, come on in, man, and, and give us some of that information, that update, and uh, where where everybody is sitting right now, uh, or seated right now in this uh, bubble playoffs twenty twenty. Well, right now the the playoff positions that are locked in: L.A. Clippers, Denver, Houston, OKC, Utah and Dallas have all locked up their spots. Memphis right now is in danger of losing the eighth spot, and the play-in is looked like it's going to be between them, Portland, Phoenix, and San Antonio. Mm. All of them have a shot at that eighth spot. And um, I agree with Lonnie when it says Portland out of that crew. And also, I got to look at Phoenix, too, um, would be a real challenge, even though Portland stands out. Um, because they would give L.A. matchup problems because they got shooters 
and they got guys that can get it done. And I think they got more of a complete team, in my opinion, mm. um, <clears throat> that would give um, the Lakers a true trouble coming. They them being at the eighth spot is a huge advantage if they if they slide into the eighth spot because you got a team that could be as high as three. You know what I'm saying? That Trailblazer team is a real dangerous team. Yeah. And I would not want to see them, you know what I'm saying, especially in the first and the second round. I wouldn't even want to see them until we got into the conference finals. But if yeah, they got into that eighth position, I, I'm not sure L.A. would be able to withstand um, what Portland would throw at, though. Uh, and also oh, – oh, oh, No, bad. go ahead. Go ahead, Don. Well, let me say this real quick. And also on top of that, like there is no real home court advantage. So even though you have the better record in Portland – it's not like you're getting to play, you know, four out of the seven games in L.A., got that travel back and forth, you're sleeping in your own bed type of thing. Nah, all of y'all waking up every day going to the same gym. This is just basketball. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that Portland matchup would be definitely tough for the Lakers because they won't have, have the luxury of having a true home court advantage over this team. Uh, okay. Well, J.B., uh, let me bring J.B. in here. Uh, are, are you – uh, ex- number one, excited about the bubble playoffs. And do you want to change your way too early NBA Finals prediction because you picked the Bucks and the Clippers to be in the, the finals? <laughs> no. Um, uh, uh, um, I'm not going to change my picks for the simple fact that I think when we, fo- when we still, the Lakers are a good team. You got two of the top five players on the planet playing for the squad. But the one thing that we fail to we, we fail to look at is that the LA Clippers have been playing good ball, and Paul George hasn't been healthy since he's been there. Now you have a healthy Paul George with the Kawhi Leonard, and we know what this guy has been capable of doing when he was in Indiana, as well as when he was in Oklahoma. The guy can give you thirty, thirty-five, and he can give and he can feel the stat sheet. So. At the end of the day, when you look at them as a complete team, I still feel like the L.A. Clippers are the team in in in, in the West to beat. And, 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 and until you prove me wrong, Kawhi Leonard is still that guy considering he just won a title. Mm. He's won a title with two other teams. He's come to the Clippers. He's made them a contender. And when you look at the bench, that's what really separates them from me is because – they can go further in the bench right now than the Lakers can. And I agree with Donnie, and I agree with JT wholeheartedly. The Trailblazers are a problem. The only issue I have with them is, will Dame Lillard show up in crunch time? Because last year, you all know, he didn't shoot well in those last few games when they got sent home. Mm. They Mm. struggled. So will he be able to step up and meet the challenge and – Will the whole, will the entire team step up and play team defense and get key stops in the game? Overall, I'm excited about the bubble because, like Donnie just said, this is neutral ground now. There's no home court advantage, so you got to show up and show out. And and as far as getting home court calls, I think that's going out the window right out, the, out of the window right now. So, yeah. um, Le, I hope LeBron got that button ready. Uh, the push <laughs> because I think he's gonna need it. <laughs> yeah, and and him running around begging for calls all game long and and, and being mad because he don't get them is I, I don't think that's 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 relevant in this 
particular playoffs. Uh, 704-489-3316 is the number if you want to get in and talk about anything related to the bubble uh, playoffs right now. And we do have one of my favorite people on the line right now, all the way from the Floetic Poetry Show. You can check her out doing her poetry and educating people with black history every Friday night at 6 p.m. Nima Shining Star L. What's up, girl? <laughs> hey, guys. Listen, JT, JB, Wu, Donnie, and to all of those that are listening, I'm happy that I tuned in really quickly because I have no idea what the heck bubble any playoff means, okay? The only bubble I know about is the bubble wrap that comes on my Amazon packages when I get them delivered to my house every day, all day. So if y'all want to get educated, y'all better listen to the off-topic sports and get educated because since COVID kicked in, I have not followed any sports except for the ones watching the Young Bucks trying to get to the corner store without getting beat down on my block. <laughs> hey, whoa. Hey, since, since Nima called in, I'm going to say this because I love Nima. I love her. I'm a fan. But, Nima, you got the original bubble of Philly, so we're going <laughs> to leave it at that. Me. And if anybody want to know, we'll call in to the Bouliana show. We'll tell Shut you up. about it. That'll hold you. Shut <laughs> up. I love y'all. I love y'all. I just, I'm getting my little education. Okay. I don't know what the heck bubble. So I'm getting educated. So y'all keep talking. I just want to jump in real quick. And say, hey, y'all. Hey, Nima, thank you. Appreciate that. But, yeah, for those of you that are listening that don't know what, you know, we talk about the bubble playoffs and the bubble games and stuff like that. Well, it, 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 if you go back to the movie, The the Boy in the Bubble, uh, <laughs> this one, I, this is kind of how I relate it. Okay, you, you, you keep a, Okay, yeah, you keep the boy in the bubble to protect him from things on the outside, and you know he can't, you know, can't get things, you know, catch diseases and kill him. So basically, uh, all the players there's there's 28 teams, I think it is 28 teams that are playing, uh, finishing out the season in the NBA, and so they're all playing under one roof. So they stay at everybody plays in that building, and I think they got hotels nearby. Whatever everybody stays in the the, the hotels nearby, um, and so they don't con- contract or spread the the COVID nineteen virus. So that's why it's called bubble games and the bubble playoffs and stuff like that. So, uh, and it was I think it was uh, Doctor Fauci that uh, I think basically coined the term uh, the NBA needs to play in a bubble. Um, and so that's what they decided to do. And it looks like to this point, it's working out better than it is for baseball because baseball decided they wanted to go and, and play in different cities and stuff like that. So all of their players are starting to contract the COVID-19. So they may be shutting baseball back down again. Um, so that's that's what the bubble playoffs mean because they're going into the playoffs now because they had a, a few a few games, eight games or something that they had to play to finish out the regular season or something like that, and then um, started the playoffs. So that's that's what the bubble that's where the bubble comes from, Nemo. I think she bounced. But yeah, that's that's what for anybody that didn't. <laughs> hey, well, anybody just that like did. a Sixers fan, Wolf. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bounced out. Oh, I said thank you. Oh, okay, okay. We, we must have been on move. Go ahead, JT. 
a um, couple of updates on the um, play-in game. So um, New Orleans is hanging on by a string, but if Portland defeats the 76ers tonight, then that will officially eliminate New Orleans. Also, the Toronto Raptors have clinched the Atlantic Division and the second seed, which means Boston is now locked into the number three seed. Mm. Also, we have Houston, who will clinch the Southwest Division title with a win on their next game out. And then the Sacramento Kings are eliminated with a loss or Portland Trailblazer win tonight. So basically, the first playing game will take place next Saturday at 2.30 on ABC. Okay. And then if the ninth seed happens to beat whoever the eighth seed is at that time, then that second game will air next Sunday at 4.30. So we'll know next Sunday afternoon as we go on air exactly who will be in that eighth spot. Okay, cool. Thank you for that, JT. Uh, and speaking of Philly, since Nima uh, is here, uh, why Philly just can't catch a break, man? I mean, your boy done got hurt, uh, Embiid, and, uh, you know, they – what is what is wrong with Philly? Philly just need to. Uh, me and my son was talking about this uh, last night. Philly just need to t- trade their f- number one pick. Anytime they get a number one pick, they need to trade it and let somebody else pick it mm. because they they get all these number one picks and they got all kind of problems. They got knee problems. They back. But it's all kind of stuff going on with them. Donnie, do you expect? The Portland Trailblazers to handle business against uh, Philadelphia, especially with the uh, with, with Embiid being out. Yeah, I most certainly do. Um, I think Portland is one of the better teams in the NBA. They just unfortunately play in the Western Conference, and um, took them a while, you know, to get the mellow jail going on in there and uh, and whatnot. So. You know, but I think Portland now that they got everything together, they're a, a ferocious team. Uh, I think if they do hang on for these next couple of games, including the play-in game, then, yeah, you definitely want to watch out as the Lakers because that will be a hungry number eight seed that just went on a heck of a run to get in there. And I and I do think that that's what they are going to do. So I guess I am saying uh, Lakers are in trouble a little bit <laughs> to answer your question from earlier. Yeah. Yes, I fully expect Portland to be the eighth seed in the playoffs come playoff time. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's hey, not whoa. good for L.A. Yeah, J.B.? Let me ask Donnie this. Donnie, do you think that this vindicates uh, uh, um, Jimmy Butler, considering when 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 he left when he left Chicago and he went to Minnesota and then he went to the Sixers and the comments that he made about the Sixers and their commitment and dedication to playing solid ball and seeing what he's doing in Miami, do you think that Jimmy Butler now? Uh, you have, we have to go back and we really have to respect what he says as a leader, a player, and a leader on the court by means of calling out these young guys and their dedication and commitment to excellence and winning? I most certainly do, and I'll take you back even a step further than that um, because he did that with the Minnesota Timberwolves. When he was on his way out the door, he said, talked mm-hmm. about Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns and about how soft they are. And those those are two of the most talented players 
in the NBA, period, flat out. But my Timberwolves can't catch a win. We don't have that hunger. We don't have that desire. They're not. They're very, very talented players, but they don't have that animal instinct that it takes to survive out there on the court. And that's how Jimmy Butler had, made his bones. He, he wasn't the most talented player. He worked his way into being a, the NBA star that we know he is today. So, yeah, when he comes to your team and realizes you don't have that, that type of work ethic, he's going to call you out. The difference is when somebody like Michael Jordan, who's averaging 30 points and winning an NBA championship, does it, it's, it's fine and dandy. But when a Jimmy Butler does it, who is just an all-star, then teammates who are just all-stars themselves tend to buck back. And he, he sees that. And he called it out in two different locations, and so he—I don't—I don't take Jimmy Butler as a liar for that. I can definitely tell the way that he came up and made his bones in the NBA. He's just a tough player that works hard and goes out there and put his heart into every game. And if you ain't that type of player, which he said they aren't in Philly, and that part shows as well. And he said it in Minnesota, and that part shows as well. I definitely think um, Jimmy Butler's vindicated. Mm. I concur. I concur. That's what's up. 704-489-3316. We're talking about the bubble playoffs. Uh, for those of you that don't know, it is starting up real soon. We got these few uh, games to to play to uh, to get it all lined up and and ready to go. But uh, uh, most of the most of the uh, seeds are set. Uh, with the Lakers uh, definitely clinching their number one seed. Uh, but we we feel like the Lakers might be in trouble. Um, they got Portland, and probably more than likely going to have Portland in the first round, which is a, a matchup nightmare. Like Donnie said, this is this is crazy for them to ha- have to pull Portland because Portland could be like JT said, they could easily be a top three seed. You know, just depending on how mm-hmm. the the season would have played out. You know, everybody staying in rhythm and doing what they do, uh, it, it could have played out. But but who knows? Uh, you, you never really know. Uh, but. It's an exciting time, I think, uh, despite what's going on uh, with the COVID and and them having to play in this format or in this kind of way. Uh, but it's still kind of exciting to see who's going to end up where and, and who's going to do what, who's going to be the dark horse. And that's what I want to ask you, uh, JB, uh, outside of, of, of Portland. Is there anybody... And by the way, I have to change my finals prediction that we did back in on December twenty second, two thousand nineteen. Uh, <laughs> we, we we was way too early. We did the MVP. We did the rookie. We did. The, uh, uh, yeah. But I I picked the Sixers to to match up with the Lakers. Uh, so I I think I'm gonna change that. I think I'm gonna change that, and I have every right to because, like I said, this was a, this was uh, so this was in another time when we made these predictions. Uh, so I'm I'm marking out the Sixers, and I'm going with the Bucks, uh, and that's what everybody else did. Donnie went with the Bucks. Big Les went with the Bucks and the Lakers. Donnie Bucks and the Lakers. Uh, I'm now going with the Bucks and the Lakers. Uh, JB was uh, Bucks and Clippers, and JT was Bucks and Lakers. Does anybody anybody want to make any changes to that right now? I don't know why you would, because they, you know, I mean, unless you wanted to change the Lakers, if you didn't believe in the Lakers. Uh, but um, who's your dark horse, JB? And we'll get into it if y'all want to change your picks later. But uh, JB, who's your your dark horse that that you may see? You know, rising up above the Lakers, uh, and we'll we'll start with there. Rising above the Lakers in the West, I think Denver. I think when you mm. when you when you go back and you look at Denver last year, 
uh, going into this season before the COVID happened, um, they were missing their star player, yet they were playing solid team ball. They were a top-five squad. And now when you, when, when you look at them, they're young. It, um, they got the legs. And more importantly, they, they know how to, they know how to uh, 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 man up and lock, and lock down when it's time to play defense. Mm. So I still, I still think that Denver is, uh, is the dark horse of the West because there's been so much attention on the Lakers, um, the Clippers, and of course, because of Harden, you got you, you look at Houston, and then when you look at Memphis, yeah, they're coming along, but nobody's paying attention to Denver Nuggets right now. And Denver Nuggets, uh, besides the Lakers and the Clippers, they can match up well with any other team in the West and mm. give them a headache. So that's my true dark horse. Okay, now I did mention the Lakers, but you 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 picked the uh, you went with the Bucks and the Clippers. So you you think that Denver right. could be the dark horse over the over the Clippers as well? Right, right, right. Could be. I ain't, because, I ain't asking you to change, but I'm just saying that. No, if, you know. nah, I'm, I'm not changing my pick. I'm just saying from right. what I saw, what I saw from, and, and 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 I'm 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 curious what Donnie thinks too, because when you look at the Denver Nuggets last year over the last 25 games. And then when you look at them playing this year, you know, they kind of got off to a rocky start. But still, though, Denver Denver is a team that they can go deep in their bench and they play great team ball. Mm. Denver, to me, is your poor San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio Spurs. Mm. That's your poor man, San Antonio Spurs. Oh, wow. You wow. know, if, 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 they, if, they would, if they would have a better coach who can make better in-game adjustments and – I think they're relying more on talent of the system that they have. And, Donnie, please speak to this. I think that they're the ones that we really have to worry about. Absolutely. Okay, Donnie, uh, let, me, let me bring you in um, because you picked the – you went with the Bucks versus the Lakers. Uh, you can touch on uh, – reply to what JT – what JB had to say. And, uh, but I, I want to get your dark horse – on the, on the West, because, uh, like, you, you picked the Lakers. So, who do you think can uh, overcome the Lakers? Yeah, definitely I'm going to stick with that. And um, I, I say two teams. One is, is exactly who J.B. just mentioned, and that's the Denver um, Nuggets. I think for all the reasons J.B. just said, I, other than um, Murray and, and Yerke, you know, I can't even say the boy's name, you, the center, you know what I'm trying to say. I cannot think of Yerke. any players on Yerke. their team. But they've been balling out for the last couple of years. They play great team ball. That's why you pretty much don't know anybody else's name. And um, they've been playing together for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. So it's just going to take them a little bit of time to get back in the gym like everybody else at this eight-game stretch. All they got to do is a regelling process. Um, but to me, and, and, and then they got to – well, let me say this. To me, their problem may be more so the matchup because they got Utah in that first round. And Donovan Mitchell and them boys, you know, they're going to come out to play. So um, that concerns me a little bit for Denver. So I was going to initially go with the Houston Rockets until, you know, JB pretty much talked me into the Nuggets because he definitely right about everything that he said. But I got the Rockets just because, simply put, they got two of the most talented players in the NBA on their team. Um, OKC is a for real team, but that's who Houston is going to get in the first round, and I expect them to beat them relatively smoothly. So compared to the other teams, it's going to be pretty much a first-round rest, in my opinion. Mm. And 
you give Harden and 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 Westbrook a little bit of time to you know get back in the rhythm and get back in the flow and, and then win a series and then have some time off and wait for that second round. Those are the type of teams that can just put up points out of the blue on you. If if Houston gets hot, they're going to hit threes in your face. Harden's going to drop forty on you, and you're not going to be able to stop Houston. So um, that could propel them all the way to that conference championship. And then at that point, you know, it's, just, it's a matter of who has the hot hand for seven games. Yeah, but um, yeah, definitely, I'm still sticking with the Lakers as the team to uh, as a team that I think is going to make it to the finals. But I do believe um, that Houston, as well as Denver, may have something to say along that path. All right, hey, real, real quick, hey, real yeah. quick. Well, as long as Westbrook, as long as he don't come to the games dressed like Cam Newton did when they went to the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah, they might have to do a run. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't say that he won't. So, with that being said, it's still up in the air for right now. <laughs> JT, JT, you went with the Bucks and the Lakers. Uh, who is your dark horse uh, in the West to overcome the Lakers? Man, I'm going to tell you, man, I've been thinking about it. I've really been pondering over this question. And, you know, since you asked it five minutes ago, and <laughs> I really want to say that um, nobody's, nobody's checking for the Dallas Mavericks. Mm, um, mm. They got some real shooters on that team. Looking at Porzingis and, 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 and Luka, I mean, those those – that that type of team. Hey, but they got, hey, but they got the Clippers game. in the first round. They got the Clippers in the first round. You oh, think man. they're gonna beat the Clippers and then move forward? Mm, I think they got a chance. Yeah. I'm not gonna count anybody oh. out because the one thing that I've learned wow, about okay. this bubble thing is you can't count any team out. You know what I'm saying? Like we well, were talking ahead of time, like the Lakers are you know what I'm saying, the Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers. But the one thing that I've realized and, and what was what was pointed out earlier, this is an even playing field. It's no longer about home court and this, that and the third. So all you got to do is come out and play basketball. And it don't take, but you know what I'm saying, Kawhi ain't had every game ain't been a big game for him. You know what I'm saying? And that was put up the shut-up time. He got to come out and do what he's been what he's been known to do, you know, in the playoffs. And if they catch him slipping, it's a wrap. And all you got to do is play defense and scheme the right way, and you got a chance to beat anybody. Absolutely. So, I'm, you know what I'm saying, I'm definitely saying that mm. Dallas is, is, um, is definitely in dark horse, without question. Great minds think alike, JT. I had a Dallas as my dark horse as well for all the reasons that you just said. Uh, we're going to take a quick break Love listening it. to Off Topic Sports. So wow. Big Move Radio got the fellas in the building. When we come back, we're going to talk to talk about Zion Williams and what's going on with him. And I think we got a guest on the line. Uh, to, uh, Minister T. Breeze, I believe, is here. You hear Mr. Breeze? T. Breeze. Well, he'll be here when we come back. Uh, so keep it locked right here. <laughs> Off Topic Sports, Big Wool Radio. We'll be right back. You're listening to Big Wool Radio. Radio. Hey, y'all. I'm Nima Shiny Star L of Nima Girl Productions. And every single Friday, you can catch me at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, hanging out with JT and Big Woo. We are Big Woo and the crew on Big Woo Radio, where every Friday, we let it flow with Flowetic Fridays. And we also hit you with some black in effect, because black history is every day, all day. And if you didn't know, 
now you know. And for all things Nima Girl Productions, go to my social media pages on the Nima Shining Star L, where you can get information on the upcoming book, Peace Queen, Can You Hear Me? And check out the book, Peace King, Can You Hear Me? So, for all things Nima Girl Productions, check out social media, Nima Shining Star L. And if you're not checking out Big Boo and the crew on Sundays at 6 p.m. on Off Topics, you better be checking out my Facebook Live with Thoughts Provoked. That's right, Thoughts Provoked. Every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where every topic is a hot topic. So, there you have it. I'm Nima Shining Star L for Nima Girl Productions, hanging out with Big Woo and the crew on Big Woo Radio. You know how we do. Hey, y'all. Yo, what's up, family? This is Corey Big Woo Woods from Big Woo Radio, here to talk to you about Gray Sheep Digital. That's right, Gray Sheep Digital, G-R-E-Y, sheepdigital.com. Gray Sheep Digital is a digital marketing agency that helps your business attract attention in a very noisy world. They specialize in website optimization, social media growth, marketing videos, and brand awareness. So if your business is having problems with the website, the way it looks, sometimes we don't get that professional look like we want or if you're having trouble being seen on social media give my man marcus woodard the owner and digital strategist a call at 704-626-1599 again that number is 704-626-1599 you can also hit him up on facebook and instagram at gray sheep digital that's g-r-e-y sheep digital you'll be glad you did and make sure you tell them big woo sent you to get the friends and family discount Hey, hey, the new Mount Olivet AME Zion Church, located at 527 Dave Lab Boulevard in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Presiding pastor is Dr. Carlton Brown. 9 a.m. Sunday school with morning worship service starting at 10.05 a.m. Eastern. Thank you, and please join us soon. Listen to Big Woo Radio. Y'all hear what I say? I want y'all to listen to Big Woo Radio. This is Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people, serving Rock Hill, South Carolina, and surrounding areas, Charlotte, North Carolina, and surrounding areas, serving worldwide at BigWooRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. All right, welcome back to the program, 704-489-3316. That's how you get in if you want to get in. We've been discussing the bubble playoffs and our, our way too early predicts that we, predictions that we made for the NBA Finals back in December 2019. Seems so long ago. <laughs> back when the time was, back in the day when things were relatively easy. We didn't have to wear masks to go into the liquor store. We just went up in there, you know, just with our mouths all out and stuff. We can't do that no more. You got to cover your mouth and your <laughs> nose now. Like, we can't. We can't shake hands. We gotta. We gotta elbow dap each other up and, or air air high fives and things like that. So, 
but we made these predictions back in the day, so we were just trying to see, you know, who could be the dark horse. Uh, J, uh, JT and myself went with uh, Dallas, and Donnie and JB went with Denver, and uh, the, uh, Donnie also went with the Rockets. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, if you just joined the program, of course you missed uh, the first half. I just gave you a synopsis or a summary of what we just went over. But um, you can always go back and listen to it on your favorite podcast outlets like uh, uh, iTunes, TuneIn, Spotify, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts and, and listen to the show in its entirety. Uh, don't forget to also listen to shows that. JB Mr. 299 is on with Nyan, the poet that got his Nyana Renee Bruliana show every Tuesday at 7 p.m. And it's not for children. So please don't be a bad parent. Don't let your kid listen to the Bruliana show on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Okay. Uh, let them listen to the Florida Poetry Show on Fridays with Nima Shining Star L, <laughs> JT, and myself. Uh, it's a more of a family oriented program. Uh, so let them listen to that one. You're a bad parent if you let them listen on Tuesdays. And um, you are here now on the off-topic sports. <laughs> so uh, the Florida Portrait Show is every Friday at 6 p.m. Like I said, Nima Shining Star L, myself, and JT are, will be there with you hanging out. Um, but right now, you listen to off-topic sports. So we're going to get into uh, Zion Williamson. And uh, he, JT, he seems to be visibly distraught about not getting in the playing time. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, man. And actually, I'm, I'm going to give the honor of explaining that to my God is tuned in. Uh, Minister T. Breeze is on the line, and uh, oh. he's very um, an avid sports fan and very knowledgeable, so I'm going to let him answer that question. Good stuff. Welcome in, Mr. T- Minister T. Breeze. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? Good man. All right, good, all right, good, all right. Good. Welcome, welcome. Hey, uh, welcome to the show, man. But uh, first, tell everybody where they can find you and get your music and stuff like that, and then we can get into the sports talk. Okay, well, you can find me on all major platforms: is uh, MTB Minister T Breeze. Uh, it's on all your your digital platforms. Uh, definitely follow me on Facebook, Minister T Breeze, Instagram, uh, Minister underscore T underscore Breeze. That is. All right, hey, so well, uh, Minister yeah, yeah. T. Minister T. Breeze was the was my man that uh was a part of hosting that event and putting that event together yesterday that we were uh, honored to be a part of. Right on, right on. Good work, man. That was that was good stuff. I was checking y'all out. Uh, that was good stuff. Appreciate you being a part of that. Yeah, thank y'all. Thank y'all for coming, and being a part. Yes, definitely a blessing. Mhm, mhm. So um, we was talking about Zion Williamson. And his uh and and him being visibly upset about not being able to play, and which uh, ultimately they're probably going to be eliminated from the the bubble playoffs, and so I don't understand the the logic. I don't understand the reasoning because with him playing, I'm I'm sure it makes them a better team, and they they may have had a chance to even get in the playoffs. What 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 do you think led to this? Right, right. Well, I think uh, over the years, I think we, we've kind of seen the, you know, it's kind of a catch-22. You know, you got your best player, you put him out there, we win. But in the event, you know, you know, nursing an injury, trying to work his way back, mm. if he re-injures or gets a further injury, 
we shot ourselves in the foot for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, I think, you know, it, it, it's more of a decision on, on the coaches and the front office, you know, they're trying to protect their investment. Uh, being the competitor that he is, you know, we can clearly understand that, you know, the man wants to play. He said, you know, I definitely can, you know, make my team better, you know, so the competitive side, he definitely wants to be out there and make that happen. But do you want to jeopardize the long-term career, right. you know, versus this short-term, you know, bubble situation where, you know, hey, it, it you know, it, it could be a full season next year. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, we've seen we've seen this before. Anybody that watched the Last Dance and the Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls and his early on in his career, and uh, you know the, the, the organization wanted to do one thing, you know, by sitting him on the bench to save him, and and he wanted to play because he felt like he could make the playoffs. Now this this had you know he had some animosity. It was there was some animosity behind this. Uh, do you believe that this could lead to the same kind of animosity? Well, I mean, if it does, it worked out really well for the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan, uh, the animosity that they had between the general manager and the owner and the, and their star player. Um, not to say, you know, Zion Williamson would go on to win six NBA championships and not lose one, but – um, could could this animosity be a good thing? And I'm gonna ask all the fellas this: uh, Can this animosity that he may develop from not getting this playing time could that develop into something good? Or do you think he could probably leave and go somewhere else once his once his uh, contract is up? Be like, you know what? I don't like this team. I don't like this general manager. I'm out. Um, is that possible, uh, T. Breeze? It's definitely possible. Uh... It's kind of one of those things where you just got to take the risk. You got to take the chance. You know, in the event that he doesn't hold a grudge and he doesn't look for another team, you know, we got our star for, you know, as long as he can go for the next amount of years. Uh, However, if we're looking at it from a Jordan standpoint, that just put a bigger chip on his shoulder and just Mm -hmm. made him even more of a monster. You know, he's like, all right, so I'm going to show you why I say I need to be out here. And, you know, it worked in their favor. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's a little early to call Zion or Jordan, but he definitely has the the ability and the the, the skills and the athleticism. Uh, and I think he's a smart, uh, I think he's a smart kid and a uh, smart uh, uh, basketball player. Um, but I don't know if I treat him like this. What about you, Donnie? Um, I'm, I'm definitely, if I'm New Orleans, I'm putting him on minutes restrictions. I'm doing what's best for my franchise and my star player. You know, as we all know from watching, like you said, the last dynasty, the Bulls tried to do it, and, you know, Jordan got upset about it. But it's for the betterment of the player long term. New Orleans is not in a position where they're going to make any noise in the playoffs or even get remotely close to even the second round. I mean, they're not even going to be competitive in the series. So I'm not risking Zion's long-term health because of that. And um, not to mention, he didn't get the proper practice time pre-coming back to all of that because he had to leave the bubble, you mm. know, at one point in time when all the players first got there. So, no, I'm worried about Zion over the next few years. And I think, you know, even if he does get upset by, about this, by the time his contract is over with, he'll, you know, he'll, he should be over with it at that point in time. And I think at that point in time, his decision will be more so made on what has the team done around me to put me in a position to win right. more so than, hey, they, they did me wrong three years ago and wouldn't let me play a couple of minutes in the bubble playoffs. Yeah. So 
And not to mention, they're going to throw, assuming there is money left, because we discussed the financial, you know, could be the financial ramifications of all of this on the NFL, I mean, on the NBA last show. But assuming there's any money, New Orleans is going to throw whatever they got to do to keep him on that team. So yeah. uh, I think they'll, they'll they'll figure it out by the end. But I definitely don't want my star player getting hurt in meaningless games that, you know, for us as a franchise don't matter at this point. Yeah. JB, from a business standpoint, um, does this make sense? Uh, for the for New Orleans to even have came, I mean, if you can't play your star player, why even show up? I mean, I don't think it's uh, any money. They're not like making money off off of being in this bubble or, or whatever. So why even why even bother? Why if, if your star player you rest him and y'all not gonna win anyway? It's not gonna come down to draft picks. I don't think. I mean, I guess if you if you uh, if you lose and you 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 get a good draft pick, I guess it is all worth it, but I don't think it's going to, uh, the draft pick situation is going to matter. So was this a good business idea, a decision for the New Orleans Pelicans to even, even go to the bubble? Did we lose JB? JB, I see you there. Yeah. Oh, there you go. My there bad, you. my bad, my bad. I had you on mute, but uh, definitely great decision because it's not the New Orleans Zion Williamson is the Pelicans. So, as Donnie said, this is this is a future investment. And when you look at the team and the youth of this team, you have to look. One thing we have to realize: experience counts and means everything. This experience for them to play in the bubble and understand what playoff basketball is, this helps them going into the next season as far as strengthening continuity strengthen chemistry of the team and then helping them improve and increase their confidence because once they get back to this, you know, to the position of being in the playoffs, Zion Williamson will be a great addition when he's at 100%. I think them holding him back is saving Zion Williamson because we've seen the injuries he sustained at Duke. Mm-hmm. We've seen the issues that he's had coming into the NBA playing this much longer season, and we know that the playoffs can become much more physical. So at the end of the day, this is going to benefit players, you know, I would say players four through the end of the bench more than anything anything to help them with continuity moving into next season to have mm. success for mm. the future. Okay, okay, got you, got you, got you. That's uh, all good arguments. Uh, JT, uh, I'm, but before I get to JT and over and under, I, I think uh, Zion Williamson going forward. I mean, it just they they gonna have to do something because he's already fragile and he's young and it's just like you you gotta you gotta be real careful with him and that's just I, I don't see that working out long term unless something changes. But when you play when you go as hard as he do uh, or as hard as he does, then you know. I guess that's the that's the you know risk reward um, with with this guy. He plays hard, he goes hard, is, is you know, and and he ends up getting hurt. Um, so I, I think the the Pelicans are, are going to have to uh, be careful going forward. Uh, JT, you got to hey, let me say this real quick. Hey, Will, yeah, yeah, let go me ahead. Say this real quick. We have to remember Zion Williamson. Let's remember his age. He's only yeah. played one year at Duke. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And we have to remember he's playing against well-conditioned, in-shape, grown men. And we know that the NBA, these are the best athletes on the planet. You know what I'm saying? So his body 
his body hasn't really caught up to the talent that he is. Mm -hmm. So, like JT said last year going into the season, we have to worry about this kid having injuries and he would have a problem becoming rookie of the year over your boy in Memphis. So I think that he's going to have to spend a lot of time in the weight room and he's going to really have to worry about um, strength and conditioning because, you know, of right. his, high, his size and how hard he plays, mm-hmm. that could become a factor long term. And if, he, and if he has a major knee injury, that could be his career. Yeah. He better get with LeBron James, see how LeBron James eats to take care of his body and, and, and able to be that durable um, for so for that long because uh, LeBron James is probably one of the most durable uh, uh, players in the NBA. Uh, JT, you got an over and under for us? Yeah, under. All right, let's get it. Is it over? Is it under? It's time for JT's Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. All right, brother, whenever you're ready. All right, man. First, I want to um, shout out two things before I get into the question. Shout out to Coach Kenny Orr as they are down in Atlanta this uh, playing uh, with the South Carolina team, and they are 3-0 and and need two more games to win the whole thing, to win wow. the whole tournament. So shout out to those girls. Wow, definitely. Coach Kenny O down there. Also, shout out, um, happy heavenly birthday to Whitney Houston. This would have been her 57th birthday, and mm. she had lived to see it. So shout out to her. Um, birthday, in Whitney. the over and under today, um, I just got this question. Draymond Green was on Inside the NBA the other night, and he was hosting, and he made a comment about Devin Booker being a great player for the Phoenix Suns, but he needed to be on another team because Phoenix was trash. Due to that comment, <laughs> he received a $50,000 fine today Ooh. from the NBA for tampering. Over under, do you agree with the NBA fining him oh, for making that statement, and what are your feelings about that? Let, let me let, let me start this. Let me start this. That's just ridiculous NBA. I mean, he was just mm-hmm. making a kind. He was on a show making a comment about another team being trash. He didn't say Devin Booker need to come. Uh, we want you to come play in Golden State. I mean, you you can't be so. I, I understand there's a there's a rule. There's there's rules that you got to go by. But to me, if if I mean, I don't I don't know if that was the 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 what he said word for word jt but um and in that context in that uh situation you can't find somebody 50 that they just they i think they really don't like draymond green i think he might as well just go and retire because he ain't it's just it's just terrible with how they how he's being treated uh by the nba uh so i i think it's i i, I absolutely think it's wrong on the nba to find find him jb uh i would have to agree with you whoa um, and he and, and Draymond was right. Um, yeah, Phoenix exactly. is a garbage team. And when you look at the numbers this kid has put up over the last couple of years, he is an all-star. And I just think that because of who Draymond is and the issues he's had with some of the star, the true superstar players around the league, um, it's all about placism. You know what I'm saying? And they want to mm-hmm. help. They want to mm-hmm. try to rein him in and keep Draymond in his place. So when they do, when, when the Golden State Warriors emerge as a team that they once were, they'll kind of have a reign on him. Mm-hmm. So I just think that he should fight it and go to arbitration and get that $50,000 back. And mm-hmm. the NBA 
Uh, they should be ashamed of themselves for him going out representing them and doing a job that he was asked to do on uh, on another show. I mean, right. it's just ridiculous. So I'm with you, Woo. That's crazy. Mr. T.B.'s. Oh, I definitely agree. I definitely think it's, it's overreaction. I mean, uh, I agree with everything that was previously said. I mean, you know, we know Draymond has a target on his back. But at the same time, I think, you know, he got to be just a tad bit smarter. You know, he knows, you know, the character that he brings uh, mm-hmm. that they're looking to target that, you know, and by him being the target, you know, it's kind of like they're setting him up. Like, well, go ahead and ask Tremont because, you know, he's going to keep it real and we're going to slap his spine on him, <laughs> you know, awesome. because, you know, they, they want to be able to control the league. It is not it's not against Draymond, but if he speak out and then somebody else don't get to speak out, you know, they, they want to kind of keep everybody tame. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, they they trying to set an example with him. But at the same time, he knows there's a target towards him. So he's got to be just sad this one. Absolutely. Uh, Donnie, what's your thoughts? Uh, I need the more details. What is the, exactly is the fine for? Because is it for him calling the Phoenix Suns trash? Which, <laughs> as an organization, they haven't been anything since Charles Barkley was there. That I can remember, so he's not lying about that. And last I checked, he's not a GM, so... He can say whatever he wants about a player coming. He didn't say – I hope he didn't say specifically that he wanted them to come to Golden State. But even if he did, no, what's wrong with that? He can say – No, I he want, didn't I say want to Okay, so, yeah, what is this fine for? Like, uh, what, what exactly saying, did I get fined for? Because they're, they're saying they, they team in his tampering. They felt like he was tampering. That's why they – Draymond does not cut anybody's check. I can, exactly. He can say Thank whatever you. he wants. And if they think that that's not happening behind closed doors – they're stupid. That's how we've ended up with all these super teams. And, and you can hear former players admit that all the time. Like, even my boy Kevin Garnett will tell you he, he almost went to the Lakers, but just Kobe didn't answer the phone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, instead of the Celtics. So, like, that, that's that been happening for years, and that's no secret. So, how, how and why did you find him for that? Draymond Green is not a GM. He can say he wants whoever to play with him or whoever to go wherever, but he cannot officially sign any of those players. So, oh, well, it's just a bunch of loud mouth. And so that's what the fine is for. The fine makes absolutely no sense. No sense. I think they're violating his freedom of speech rights. And, um, I'm, I under, I, you know, I've discussed plenty of times before how when you're under that shield, whether it's NFL, NBA, you do have to follow their rules, whether you like it or not. But I need to see the rule that says that I can't say a team is trash. And I need to see the rule that says that I can't talk about wanting to play with another player. You know what I'm saying? That's, just, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think and JT, that. if anything, if anything, if anybody should be fined for tampering, it should be James Dolan, the owner of the New York Knicks, for the <laughs> sorry product that they've been putting out on the floor for the last <laughs> five years and, and, and the way they've been treating superstars at Madison Square Garden. He should well, be nah. fined. Uh, <laughs> hey, nah, well, hey, well, if that's the case, you got to get that man for uh, – for, uh, for, for flat out, um, what, what's Darryl that? Tanking. Their election of duty as an owner. He just flat out stealing, embezzlement. <laughs> he just played stealing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Go ahead. What did you say, JT? Go ahead, JT. I got another. I got another one before we get out of here. Let's have right, a little bit of time. Yeah, we got time. Um, this one is is definitely kudos and salute to my man, Minister T. Breeze. He hit us with a question yesterday that I didn't get the answer, but I thought was interesting where it pertains to our off-topic part of the show. I pose this question to the panel. 
how do you feel about homosexual homosexuality in the church? Oh, ooh, you hit, you hit something right there, uh, uh, JB. Let me let you start with that one. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna put it this way, man. I feel like people should be allowed to just be. People mm. are who they are. And, and at the end of the day, God made us all in his in his vision of who he wanted us to be. Everyone is different and everyone has the right to like what they like, love who they love and and and, and whatever their heart desires. They should have the right to do that. I think that when you look at the church and as from a religious point as a whole, there's already too much hypocrisy going on mm-hmm. and, and, and how people should live and go by the word and live their lives. I think at some point now, people should just be allowed to live and to be and to live and, and to just carry on. Mm-hmm. Have love for your fellow man fellow woman regardless of what their sexual orientation is because that that doesn't define them entirely entirely as a human so regardless of what people may say uh, and, and how they feel or agree hey at the end of the day we all brothers and sisters under god's eyes man so I don't have a problem with it. And if, and if we do that, then we alienate so many people. Yeah. And that takes away from the love that we're supposed to share as our brothers and sisters. So, Absolutely. Well said. Well said, JB. Well said. Uh, I, I just want to say, and I agree with everything you just said, uh, JB, obviously. But um, I just want to say to my, my gay brothers and sisters out there, um, don't don't fight to get in one particular church. There's a there's a there's a, mm-hmm. a, a a whole world out here and there's a where wherever you at there is a church that is going to be willing to accept you for who you are. Uh if there's a church that don't accept you, then go to go to another church. Uh praise in your house, uh, praise God by yourself. Um but there there is somewhere for you to go. Don't don't I, don't waste your energy fighting to be somewhere where you're not they don't want you there. If they don't want you there. They don't fight. To and be Wu, there. Yeah. Let me say this real quick. Wu. When you look at religion, understand this. All Western religion is based on Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, when, and if we understand who the Vatican is and what they're about and how they've made the woman, the, 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 the martyr and, and the evil one all going all the way back to Adam and Eve, yeah, we have to start there, and we have to look at all of the priests and the archbishops and the sure. dioceses that are sleeping with one another and molesting kids. Sure. So let me, just let because me. they're the highest form, you, you know, <laughs> it, we have to start there to go all the way down. Sure. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so let me get around to everybody said, else, we, we just can't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Mr. T. Breeze, what's your thoughts? Well, I think. The issue that we have is that kind of like with the brother handed uh, last time he said that, you know, uh, people are treated differently, you know, and I think people look at homosexuality as this is some type of separate sin, but in actuality, sin is sin. You know, there's no different, there's no difference of it. And so I think where the issue comes in is that is that because society has put this big label 
on homosexuality and the church is supposed to be so separate mm. from society mm. that now even church uh, has put a label on it and they put a little bit more emphasis on it. You know, when you bring in the drunk or the drug dealer or the ex you know, prostitute, you know, they don't get the same wrath as mm. the homosexual. Mm. Mm. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm. And so mm. here's the problem, you know, from a leadership standpoint, you know, that's not your job to physically correct somebody. Your job is to provide the information. Exactly. After you provide the information, you're no longer involved. It's up to that person and God to do the change. If God wants to change that person, mm. that's, that's a personal issue between them. Yes, you know, so but mm. leaders have taken it upon themselves that I'm going to personally bring you out of homosexuality. That's not your job. Mm-mm. Your job is to supply the information and go. then let God do the work. There you go. Donnie, you got the last word on this. <laughs> Donnie, you got the last word on it. I'm going to say I, I feel like my answer would have been different if you would have asked me 10, 15 years ago. But right now I'm standing exactly where JB is standing. I think it's counterproductive of a church to not be a safe haven for somebody that needs love. And God doesn't discriminate on any of us. And I also agree with you, Big Woo. Don't fight the system either. There are churches that don't want me there because I'm black. And guess what? I don't want to be there either. Exactly. So I'm going on mm-hmm. to the next one that will accept my butt. So don't make this an individual church struggle. Your butt. And just go to a church that accepts you and realize that's where you need to find your love at. So, um, you know, I don't think anybody has the right to stop anyone from the love of God because we say blah, blah, blah is not right. You know, because all of us, you know, we can't throw stones in the glass house. All of us have our own sins if mm. you want to look at it as, as a sin. and But, you know, you can't judge nobody else. And that issue is between them and God, but you do not deny them access to the house of the Lord. So, um, yeah, I'm, I, I, you know, way I feel about it is going in it. And, and, and if we are talking about homosexuality in the church, to go back to what JB said, let's clean it up from the top down. And I'm more mm-hmm. concerned about them pedophiles in church than I am about uh, a gay guy sitting in the crowd. I really am. Absolutely. Uh, Minister T. Breeze, we appreciate you coming through, man, and hanging out with us, talking some sports and other things on off-topic yes, sports uh, here. Come back anytime and let them know one more time where they can reach out to you and follow your music and, and uh, follow you. Yes, follow the music, MTB, Minister T. Breeze, all major platforms. Follow me on Facebook at Minister T. Breeze, Instagram, Minister underscore T underscore Breeze. So Minister, Minister T. Breeze, when you're ready to do that virtual panel with the men of Big Woo Radio, let me know because we're ready. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, Will, right. can I say this real quick, Will, R- before real quick. we leave? Real quick. I want, I want everybody to think about this. I am seriously considering cutting out the NFL forever because mm. when I saw what these players did, after George Floyd, but they couldn't stand up for Colin Kaepernick, a man within their ranks. There's a bad taste in my mouth right now, man, mm. because there's a lot of cooning going on before, uh, uh, for FaceTime. Mm. So I think I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know what you all feel moving forward in the cooning and the foolery that they made the NFL players come out and put this video out when they couldn't stand up for a man that was within their ranks standing up for the injustices yeah. of black and brown people by uh, by police. So that's something that's weighing on me, man. And I hope we can talk about it, if not next week, the following week, because... Yeah, we can uh, get it on next week. We can it, talk it, about it, it next week. It rubbed me. It's really rubbed me the wrong way. So you got it, Woo. All right. Well, yeah, well, uh, you, you heard it. Next week, we'll be talking about the uh, NFL and the 
uh, JB's words, coonery that's going on around the NFL. <laughs> but hey, thanks, fellas. Sure. Appreciate y'all hanging out with us here on Off Topic Sports. Everybody that's listening live on BigWoodRadio.com. Don't forget to keep continue to uh, follow us on all of our social media at Big Woo Radio. Everything. So, on behalf of my man James JT Thompson, Adonis Donnie Martin, JB Mister Two Ninety Nine, Nima Shining Star L, the Poetic Guys, Nyana Renee. Big Les, Lil Bucky, Pastor Fight, Minister T. Breeze, Kendra D. All About Us Radio. I'm Big Woo. It's Big Woo Radio. Peace. God bless. We out. I fall back in order to avoid contamination. The game is full of garbage. Nothing about it that's motivate. I listen to your bars. I'm disappointed in y'all. Thought y'all was working. Can't believe what I walked in on. When I came through that door, folks said it at 94. Told my brother, everybody know that man got flow. You're forced to be reckoned with. The beats is dated, but they're raising sharp flow. Believe it, decapitating. You debated if you had a You're listening to Big Killing it. Gotta be kidding me. Believe in the sin. But even when I put the proof in the foot and I still got the